A lot of you have been asking me for insomnia treatment options, so I want to let you know I have launched an insomnia treatment course. It's a very structured and effective treatment program with a lot of clinical evidence support. So one course is in Chinese and one is in English. You can find it at deepintosleep.co forward slash insomnia. Hi, welcome to Deep Into Sleep. This is Yishan. Today is the last day of 2019, and the new year is just several hours away from right now. I really want to use this chance to summarize all the wonderful shiny points of the top sleep specialists I have interviewed over the past several months about how to improve your sleep. If you are struggling with some symptoms of insomnia, or you just want to improve your sleep quality, I have summarized six top tips for you to help you achieve a better night of sleep. The number one tip would be take off your sleep trackers when you sleep at night. Many of us may have New Year resolutions about being healthier. Many of us may received or have bought gifts such as sleep trackers to help ourselves or our family members to stay healthy. There's nothing wrong about using a tracker to help us stay on track with our health plan to monitor our progress, including physical activities and our sleep qualities. However, for the sleep part, it only works well for us if we don't experience any symptoms of insomnia. If we do have insomnia or some symptoms of insomnia, using a tracker to track to monitor our sleep so closely may actually harm us more than helping us. In my clinic, I have seen so many patients coming to me have misperceptions of how to read the data from sleep trackers, and they misunderstood the percentage, the length of each sleep stage, and think it means something horrible, means their sleep is so poor, so bad, that they are not sleeping well at all. But from my point of view, I can look at the data and tell them, actually, your sleep is fine. Sleep trackers tend to turn sleep into a performance, and that will make our sleep even worse, because we cannot control sleep. But when we want to perform well in sleep, that kind of pressure exactly going to get in the way of us perform well in sleep. So if you really want to improve your sleep, try taking off your sleep trackers for some days and see how your sleep gets. Or at least consider going to a sleep specialist and to really get the help to understand those data better. Dealing with your misperceptions about your sleep can help your sleep dramatically. The second tip, do not look at your clock at night, especially in the middle of the night. Think about it. If you are not able to fall asleep, why do you need to know how long have you been awake, turning around 
on bed, suffering, cannot fall asleep. Why are you counting the minutes? How that help you to fall asleep? If you wake up in the middle of the night, why do you need to know how many minutes or hours have you slept already? And why do you know how many more minutes you have left before your alarm clock gonna be on? So when you do all this, when you try to find all these answers, your brain is so actively doing the math, calculating, and trying to figure out why, how, what's happening, what's wrong with me, how can I control my sleep, how can I fall asleep or fall back asleep. Do they sound familiar to you? Those sound like stress to me. The exact stress to keep many of us awake at night. So no clock is needed in your bedroom at night, especially if you are experiencing symptoms of insomnia. Take away your phone. Turn away your clock. Just try to sleep without knowing the time for several nights. Give it a try. Now the third tip: cut the time you have on bed. You know it or not, our sleep actually changes as we experience stress from outside, as we ages, as life changes. We want to change our perceptions about sleep accordingly. So the key point is to match our sleep opportunity to our sleep ability. If we are only able to sleep for five hours within a certain time period, then don't try to spend ten hours on bed just to hope that we can get a little bit more sleep. That won't happen, because no matter how many sleep opportunities we created for ourselves, if our sleep ability within that time period is not enough, that just gonna make us more anxious, more frustrated, and sleep worse. Instead, if you can only sleep for five hours, then try to spend less than six hours on bed totally. So cut down the time you are on bed can really help you improve your sleep efficiency and to help you have higher quality of sleep. Tip number four: change your self-talk. I remember that one of my patients used to ask me, "Doctor, I cannot stop forcing myself to try to sleep." But I just cannot fall asleep, no matter how hard I try. What should I do? Then I asked her, "How about you just allow yourself to rest, to really enjoy and relax your body, relax your mind, just rest. Don't even think about sleep or forcing asleep or not. Just rest. Guess what? It worked for her." When she changed her self-talk from "Oh, I have to sleep" to "Well, I can just rest. If eventually I feel sleepy, I can sleep. If I'm not, I just stay awake." This kind of self-talk really took away all the pressure of trying to sleep on her, and she slept so well. So, if you are really anxious about your sleep, 
Try this. Try not to fall asleep, but encourage rest in your own mind. Now, tip number five. Repeat this sentence with me. Sleep is a skill, not a trait. I really like this quote from Doctor Winter. If you identify yourself as a poor sleeper, then you may want to repeat this sentence several times. Insomnia or poor quality of sleep is not a trait, meaning it's not something you are born with, or something that you will never be better at. It's a skill, means you can get better at it. You may just need a good coach. Like a good sleep psychologist, a good sleep doctor, someone who can coach you, who know sleep knowledge very well, can guide you through all the misperceptions, worries, symptoms, can help you change your behaviors, change the way you think about sleep, and eventually help you sleep better. If you have listened to my previous episodes, you may notice that all the sleep specialists I have interviewed all recommend the method CBT for insomnia as the first-line treatment for insomnia. Carries exactly the same philosophy: that sleep can be learned, changed, can be improved, and. A sleep psychologist will guide you through the process by empowering you to reconnect with your body, to find your own biological ability to sleep better through this method. So please remember, sleep is a skill that can be learned, not a trait. Okay, finally, tip number six: consider getting a sleep study. If you suspect some symptoms of sleep apnea, for example, no matter how many hours of sleep you got the night before, you often find yourself really sleepy during the daytime, even fall asleep easily,、uh, sometimes even fall asleep behind the wheels. You snore at night, or you wake up with dry mouth, with headache. You grind your teeth a lot at night. A lot of these symptoms may be related, or may be a signal of some kind of sleep-related breathing disorder, such as sleep apnea. If they really bother you and impact your daily functioning, you should consider to consult with a sleep doctor and to check it out. See whether you need to be referred for a full sleep study. Remember, for a lot of people, even if you don't snore at night, you may still have sleep apnea. Snoring at night is not A necessary, definitely not the only symptom that qualify you for sleep-related breathing disorders. You can also find a sleep center near you to consult or consider a sleep study 
through this website, sleepeducation.org. Sleep centers listed on this website are certified by AASM, American Academy of Sleep Medicine. So they are qualified to provide good services, good sleep studies to you. Don't ignore the symptoms. You do want to get diagnosed and treatment as soon as possible if you really qualify for diagnosis of sleep apnea. We have had several guests talking about their own experience about struggling for years without knowing what's going on, and their life has been changed after they got appropriate diagnosis and treatment. So these are the six tips I really want to share with you at the end of this year, and hopefully this can help you with your sleep somewhat when you transit into the new year. If you want to review or listen for the first time of all the wonderful interviews with these top sleep specialists around the world, you can go to my website. Deepintosleep.co and find all the previous episodes. For example, my interview with Dr. Guy Lashner from London is episode five and six. My interview with Dr. Fiona Bawick from Stanford Sleep Medicine Center is episode nine and ten. My interview with Dr. Chris Winter from Virginia is episode thirteen. If you want to ask me any questions about sleep, please feel free to either email me, leave me a message, or you can record your questions on my website, and I may find a guest to answer your questions, or I may answer your questions myself in one of my episode. So, two thousand twenty is right at the corner. I'm actually very excited about all the speakers I have invited for the new year, and hopefully you will enjoy it continuously. I want to wish you a happy new year here, and I really look forward to having you joining me for a new journey in a new year. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently, and there is so much we can do to improve sleep quality. Keep hope and carry on. This podcast is for general informational purpose only and does not include the practice of medicine or other health professional services. Usage of the information we share is at the listener's own risk, and our content does not intend to be a substitute for any medical and professional services, diagnoses, and treatment. Please seek professional health services as needed. Are you suffering from insomnia? I promise you, the CBTI method in my course will definitely help you. Even if several nights of better sleep, that would be a world-changing experience for you. I have had so many success from my insomnia patients who have taken this course over the years. If you know someone who is struggling with sleep, go to my website and check out my course at deepintosleep.co. Forward slash insomnia.